Catholic Radio 88.1 KHOI presents Todo con Amor with Most Reverend James A. Tamayo, Bishop of the Diocese of Laredo. The bishop wants to spend time with us, sharing his thoughts and opinions on what's going on in the world today with our church, within the Diocese of Laredo, and how these experiences can bring benefit to us, the Catholic community. And now, Bishop Tamayo. Dear listeners, welcome to our Todo con Amor program. You're listening to this program during the month of November. We typically remember in the church all souls, the all saints, such beautiful family memories, those that have lived and given to us an example of a holy life, a loving life, and our own family members who have passed and we pray for so that they may join all the saints in the glory of heaven. These souls in purgatory, these are brothers and sisters. And you know, as I was praying for all the souls, our loved ones, it made me reflect and think, one day I'll be there. We'll pass through this life this pilgrimage into that moment when Christ calls us and asks of us, what have you done for others? How have you responded to all the good grace and love I have offered you? And I will say, Lord, I hope that what I've done has been a blessing to others as well as a grace of peace and goodwill to you. But I must recognize I don't always fulfill all the good I want to do. I'm not perfect, nor are all of you, my brothers and sisters. But that's okay. God knows that. God understands that. And God still helps us. He's there for each one of us. And that's why, too, I thought also in the month of November, we celebrate a national USA family celebration called Thanksgiving, an opportunity to remember history of our country when strangers came together as friends, as a community, and gave thanks, shared food together. And this is what we will do, too, in our homes with our families and our friends. And so I thought I'd like to gather with some of my family the diocesan employees of the Diocese of Laredo, your ministry people. And so I've invited to this Todo Con Amor program four of our employees. We have present with us Lizzie Flores. Lizzie is in our accounting department. We have with us Elva Medina. Elva helps us in the human resources, particularly the medical health, issues. And we have then, too, Jose Lopez. And Jose Lopez works with us in the accounting department of our diocese. And rounding off this family here at Todo Con Amor for this program, we have Deacon Ram Garza. Deacon Ram is a new member of our diocese, an employee family, and he is the director of the Sacramental Preparation Program. That's our CCD program for children preparing for First Holy Communion, First Confession, and the high schoolers preparing for 
confirmation. Welcome to each of you. Thank you. Thank you, Bishop. It's an opportunity that I thought I'd share with you and let you share with our listeners your perspective on Thanksgiving. But what I thought I'd, I'd share is an article that I saw in our, in our Laredo newspaper. And that article highlighted the words, Laredo named one of the worst places for, quote, giving thanks this Thanksgiving. And I thought, what? I didn't understand how could they do say that, but I read the article. And it said, well, we had different categories of activities and, and instruments to measure in each community. And in Laredo, it was ranked bottom of the list for giving thanks because it said we lacked volunteer opportunities for our people to engage their time, talent, and treasure. We lacked volunteer hours and charity organizations per capita in our community. So we don't have enough organizations, it was saying, and opportunities of volunteer hours to help people in need. And it also said, as well as the share of income residents donate to charity. That was a little tough one, too, because that's saying the people of Laredo aren't sharing their financial gift, no matter the amount, with others that are in need. So that really made me look seriously, and I thought, is that true? And I wondered, could our community fall in that category of bottom of the list for giving thanks? But then as I read, continued to read the article, I saw at the end, oh, well, Laredo also, however, claimed a top spot in two other areas of this survey that was given. The area of safety and accessibility and Thanksgiving weather. So I said, okay, all right, we'll take what we've got and be thankful for it. But what helped me to, to think of this perspective of Thanksgiving was the headlines, the whole article, except for the last line, was negative. Laredo's at the bottom. It's not helping others. But then the last line said, well, Laredo ranks good and top for its accessibility and its safety perspective for its people and its weather. So whatever you might think, dear employees and family members here of the Diocese of Laredo, I thought maybe the lesson for us is to recognize, even though I may not always find a reason for saying thanks, if I really look hard, there is a reason. And maybe it's the weather, or maybe it's that we're, we're a people of safety and, and accessibility. But it made me think, our, our dear diocesan employees, I thought we might talk together with our listeners about, does that happen in your life? There probably are some people that don't enjoy Thanksgiving, and it might be because they find no reason to give thanks. But maybe, dear listener, if it might be you, I'd invite you to look deep, look for that silver lining, keep reflecting on things that happen in your life, 
And couldn't you find just one thing that you could say, thank you, thank you, Lord, thank you, friend, that gives me that hope, that opportunity? You know, many times, health is one thing that we say, thank you, Lord, I've got my health, everything is good. But sometimes we don't have that health. Sometimes we struggle. And Elv, if I might point to you, we've been praying a lot for you, one of our dear employees, who during a COVID period got very ill. And then that lingered and lingered and months, and we were praying because you were struggling through a hard time. And here you are today, months later, walking, working full-time again with us, the person we love and know as a fellow employee of the diocese. Will you share some of your experience? And could that be something that other listeners might relate to and find a way to say thank you? Of course, Your Excellency. Uh, then thank you for having me here this afternoon. And I hope I don't break down, but I'm going to do my best. Of course. Um, yes, unfortunately, the beginning of the year was not a good one for me. Uh, but I had a great support of family, friends, the diocese. Um, I developed COVID, like you mentioned, but then I developed pneumonia, and I was in the hospital for a week. But then a, later I developed an uh, oxygen level that was very low, and I was admitted into the hospital again, not realizing how serious it was, but uh, continued with treatment, oxygen levels, trying to get up, but they wouldn't for whatever reason. The medication wasn't working. But thanks to the support of my family, my children coming and staying here in Laredo, because most of the, the two live out of town except for one, I was able to continue, even though I was bedridden from a healthy person to bedridden. I mean, I had to learn to walk again, basically. And we're talking, this was months. Yes, I was in the hospital for three months and then in a rehab for one month. But again, I go back that thanks to Father Anthony, who came to come visit me on behalf of you and my colleagues, my family, my friends, I was able to, you know, to know my faith more, get closer to God. And, and be thankful because, again, like I say, you know, I felt helpless. I didn't know how really serious I was. No one really did except, I think, my children. And they kept that from me. Yeah. So uh, until I realized that when I tried to get up, I couldn't stand. But thanks to God, thanks to the grace of God, thanks to all of you for your yeah. prayers, I'm here and I'm very happy to be here. And we are so grateful. It was truly a time that we were on pins and needles because we'd hear the reports from your family. Mm -hmm. And the prayers continued strong. And so how beautiful to have us join you in saying thanks to God. And dear listener, that thanks comes in the midst of months of poor health, mm -hmm. months exactly. of questioning, will I recover? What will my life be? Mm -hmm. So one could become very bitter. One could say, and you've always been strong in your faith, hey, <laughs> yes. God, where are you? What happened? Why did exactly. this happen to me? And yet you held on and you believed. You saw that 
other side of the coin, just yes. not the negative. Right. You were finding and trying to live through the positive. Again, it was because due to all the support I had, the prayers, I could feel those prayers. I could, uh, I could understand that others were suffering more than me. Uh-huh. And that's why I am very thankful and very pleased that I'm here to help others that they are having health issues, that there is always prayer that will help them. Thank you, Elva. And yes, listener, we are praying for you. If you are finding yourself in one of those poor health conditions or just anxious, nervous about Mm -hmm. the future for yourself, pray, unite with God, and know that we are united with you in prayer. And I heard another beginning note that you gave that pulled you through this, and that was family, your children, your family. Lizzie, you are such a wonderful, dedicated employee of our diocese also, and you have been so open to us, you and your husband, about your married life, your your faith. I see you as a parishioner at the cathedral and of wanting family. And you have a beautiful son who recently had a beautiful birthday. I saw him about two weeks ago, and he's now like four years old or so. (laughs) Tell us at Thanksgiving, I'm sure that's one of the reasons you'd say for family, for my child, that you are grateful for. But what would you like to share about how family supports us? Well, Bishop, thank you. Um, Yes, we we have a child. we're a small family. However, our extended family is, is, is big. Uh, actually, I didn't celebrate Thanksgiving before. Being in a border town, I'm from Nuevo Laredo. I grew up in Nuevo Laredo. Yeah. So my family wouldn't celebrate Thanksgiving until I met my now husband. Uh, his family is, is very big in Thanksgiving. That's where they all get together from other cities and all that. So I started, I joined the family, and uh, we started celebrating Thanksgiving. And now that you talk about it and seeing on the side to give thanks, what are you thankful for? Yes, I'm blessed. I'm very blessed uh, having a job, having my family, uh, having my mother with us. I also grew up in a family where if we needed something, we prayed. Um, My mom is still that example to me. Uh, when my father was alive, he was also that, that person that I would look up to and say, let's pray. Um, there's a lot of difficulties in this world. Uh, we can say the world is full of negative things, yes. frustration, maybe this time of the year. A lot of people remember loved ones that are not here anymore. Um, Studies show depression is big in this time of the year. But, you know, Bishop, um, and knowing God is what makes the difference in our life. That's what has made the difference because one priest once said, once said to, to us, he would visit the jail, the youth in jail, and he told us, this young people don't know God. The only thing they know is what they do. Mm-hmm. They grew up in crime scenes, lies. 
they don't know violence, God. Yeah. Violence, yes, negative things. So we cannot blame them for that. That's how they grew up. They were born there. So knowing Him, knowing God, that has made us everything or everything we have or we don't have, all the no's in our life that we all have all the time, That's, that comes very often, we come to Him. We come to Him and, and ask for us to accept what's a no, and, and we know He has a reason for that. I guess in our life, that has made a difference since we started dating and, yes. and then trying to form our own family and all that, that. That has made a difference in our life, Bishop. And I'm sure all the people out there are hearing, um, we all have difficulties in, in our lives. And I can see it, all of us as, mm-hmm. as co-workers with you, how your faith molds your life and, and you face the mountains and the challenges with prayer. I'll, I'll take it to prayer. Mm-hmm. And every time I've witnessed that in you, I've seen you come back with a peace. I've seen you come back with a trust that says, might not be the way I intended it, but it's God walking with me, and I'm going to make it through this. And what what a lesson it is for me to see that and for all of us to witness this with you. So we're, we're very grateful for you and the, the witness that you give. And thank you for reminding us that, again, family is, is important, and to pray as a family. Parents listening to this program, do we pray when we sit down for a meal? If you haven't been doing that with your family, with your children, begin now. Begin at that Thanksgiving meal and let them see how God has given so much to us and helps us to go forth in peace and united as a family. Thank you. And thinking of all of that and the children in the family, Deacon Ram, you've been preparing catechists throughout our diocese from Eagle Pass to Zapata, Laredo, Hebronville, Crystal City, all of our places, all of our churches, so that the family and the children can go up every Sunday to Mass and receive Holy Communion, be confirmed, be baptized, go to Holy Confession. Could you tell us about, in this day of Thanksgiving, and especially when some might still not be ready to come back to church because of illness, fear, anxieties, or maybe I just walked away and forgot about church and God. How do we come to them with a word that helps them to say, thanks, thanks, God, because I've missed you. I want to come back. Well, thank you, Your Excellency, for inviting me here today as well. Um, For me, it's been a long journey. Uh, I've shared before that um, for a lot of years I was an atheist. Uh, I was out in the cold, so to speak. Uh, and it's, it's not something that you recognize while you're going through it. Uh, but through my faith journey coming in and joining the 
I guess, the, the people of God. I've been able to reflect and uh, come to realize that I, I'm finally home. Uh, even, even after I, I went through my conversion, it's not until I finally took the leap of faith and left my secular job that I've come to realize that this is where God has always wanted me to come. And the warmth that I feel working here at the diocese, uh, being a, a deacon, doing anything and everything uh, in my ministry, uh, from retreats to with the catechists to uh, baptisms and quinceañeras, and just bringing God's word to everybody, it's 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 home. There's a warmth there, and and for that I I, I am very grateful. I think that. That is what drives my ministry and my vocation. The fact that I cannot thank God enough for everything that He's done for me, and 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 with that, uh, my wife, who had to, you know, ride the wave of my atheism, and you know, prayed for me, and prayed for me, and prayed for me, and and stuck by me, and you know, kept inviting me. It was her invitation for me to go to confession that was the turning, the turning point in my own faith formation. And so when I when I share uh, anything that I do, uh, I always give my testimony because I I hope that they, they see how the faith is growing in me and how thankful I am for that and and how it drives me. I, I hope that it gives others who maybe have stepped away from the church, step, stepped away from God's love, to maybe open themselves up a little bit. It's it's amazing how much love you can feel when you're opening yourself up to God. It's a, it's a kind of love that you have for, for people, for everyone, and for the work that you do that I never, never had before during my atheist time. And it's wonderful that you can now see the hand of God moving through all of that because I have heard from so many parents and so many different families. And Thanksgiving is a family time. We try to be united with each other. In fact, my sister and her children are going to celebrate Thanksgiving together. I'm invited. Uh, but it's the first time they've come together after pandemic or in two or three years. Uh, so they're really looking forward to that opportunity. But I know, listener, that you might not be at one of those family gatherings with your siblings, with your loved ones. But don't despair. You are a member of the church family. And go to church. Go to Mass on Thanksgiving Day. Be with others and gather just in your heart to say, I belong. This is home, as Deacon just beautifully said. And Lord, Unite me to you and to your church. That's a, a beautiful thanksgiving to give in the midst of difficulties in personal life, in the midst of sometimes being alone and without another. So don't despair. There is a place for you and everyone. And now I'm thinking of our other employee who's here with us today, Jose Lopez. Jose is a young adult, single young adult. And you know, it's sometimes Jose, the church forgets 
that you're a part of the family, that young single adult that's going off to college, that is beginning their professional life, that is not married and, and finding their way through life. How do you feel as a young adult uh, at Thanksgiving time? Is there something to give thanks about? Are there the challenges that maybe feel like, I don't need God, I can do it myself? Or uh, where is God? I needed him and he is, didn't answer me. Talk to us about your life, Jose, or yes. what you'd think of Thanksgiving. Well, thank you, Bishop, for having me for uh, the invitation to your show. And yes, uh, well, I've been working for the diocese for almost six years. So um, I'm very uh, thankful with, with God because uh, he gave me the opportunity to work here at the diocese. And uh, it really helped me, you know, it really helped me to uh, get closer to to the church, to uh, my Catholic faith. And I know that I'm not married, I don't have any kids, but uh, once a priest told me, you know, Joe, I know that you're not married and, and you don't have any kids, but there's a reason why. And the reason is that it's God's will, you know, maybe your mission is not to have a family right now or to have any kids, but your mission is somewhere else, like serving the church in your family. You know, you have your mom, you know, you have your sisters, your brothers, you know, someone that, that needs you at the moment. So for me, if you're married or single, for me, yeah, you should be grateful to God no matter what. You know, and I gotta, I gotta thank him for that. That he really, he really brought me here. You know, to work for the diocese. You know, I was working before the diocese. I was working ten years in the private sector, and I never, it never crossed my mind. You know, to come here and work for the diocese as something different that I was used to. You know, my mind was uh, somewhere else. You know, I was uh, at college. I got my master's in accounting, and, but I'm still here, you know, and I'm thankful for that. And we're so grateful. Dear listener, I hope you can see the beautiful people that serve the Diocese of Laredo in different capacities. Each one of them gives to each of us a sense of joy and of pride as bishop of the diocese, as co-worker with each one of them. I am blessed, and I, I see that they feel blessed too because of the good company they keep. So many have told me, first-time employees of the church, wow, I didn't realize how different church ministry, church employment is from secular employment. There's a peace here. There's a joy here. There's a camaraderie of family here, and we can talk freely about our struggles, about God, about what do I do next with somebody we can trust and who knows and believes that God loves us. So they guide us, they listen to us, and they help us. Dear listener, these are your Diocese of Laredo employees. I'm so grateful that each one of you joined me today so that you, dear listener, could have a beautiful, thankful Thanksgiving Day. 
Laredo proud, not Laredo <laughs> lost, not Laredo last, worst, Laredo proud, Laredo Amen. grateful. And so thank you. May you enjoy the joy and the blessing of Thanksgiving. And still, if you feel a little bit down, depressed, angry, look a little bit deeper in your life. God is there. There is some good happening. Hold on to that good. Let it be that ray, that granita de arena that will bring you through life's difficulties to give thanks. Y que Dios nuestro Señor nos bendiga en el nombre del Padre, y del Hijo, y del Espíritu Santo. Amen. Amen. We invite you to tune in next time with His Excellency Bishop Tamayo. This has been a presentation of 88.1 KHOY, Catholic Radio, serving the Diocese of Laredo.